Hey friends, welcome to the Green and Growing Podcast. It is Hannah here and I am with Miss Sarah Nerswick today. Um, and we are chatting about something called the SAE Expo. Now, this is something that Sarah did um, in her classroom yearly consistent basis. And she just wanted to share it with you. Um, it's something that worked really well for her when it came to SAEs. And if you did not know, November, all the entire month of November, we are focusing on SAEs and trying to get you content that is related to SAEs. So Sarah, will you just tell us a little bit about what is the SAE Expo? Picture this. You are at the end of your semester, you just finished up all of your content, and you're trying to think, how do I wrap this puppy up? And your kids have done SAEs all year long. They use their SAE folders that you learned from Jacqueline at Germinate Conference. They have all these records and use the AET. But how do you get them to actually share that in the class? Well, that's where the SAE Expo came from. Um, a couple of years back, oh gosh, I have pictures of my students when they were freshmen and now they're sophomores in college. So however many years ago that was, um, is when I started the SAE Expo. And it is a way for students to present what they did in their SAE at the end of the semester or the end of the year. I gave this as their final exam grade. I know there are stipulations in different schools saying what you can and can cannot do for that. This could also be a summative assignment um, or a summative grade for your class. And basically it's just students choice of how they would like to present their SAE to class. Then one day it was the SAE Expo and the students would present their um, SAEs they could choose three different ways to do it. They could do a speech, just straight verbal chatting. Hello, this is my SAE. They could do a demonstration by bringing something they learned from their SAE and demonstrating a skill that they learned. Or third, they could create an agri-science fair type trifold board and then put all of their information on the board for people to go and view as if in a fair. So presentations with a lot of choice about how to, how they wanted to present in the class. All right. Now, as a teacher, I'm thinking about the logistics of this. So how do you set your students up or how do you um, kind of set them up for success, guide them to be prepared for Expo? Well, the first thing is a quality system for your SAEs throughout the year. This is not something that you're not checking on them weekly, like you are you are with them week by week. However you decide to do that, go for it. Something that worked the best it's ever done in my teaching career was using SAE folders, again, that I learned from Jacqueline Bond at Germinate. I edited her template. Basically, it was a, what are those called? Then file folder, yeah, a file folder. On the front, it said their name. On the inside, it had all 16 weeks. I, I taught semesters and there was a weekly check for each week after maybe the first two weeks of the semester, just getting people started understanding what SAEs were. And every Friday, my kiddos came to me and I had to sign off on their um, 
on their weekly check. They wrote down how many startups they had, how many hours they had in their SAE, how many total hours they had, because some weeks might be two hours, some weeks might be zero, but they had accumulation and how many pictures. So every week I had a conversation with them like, hey, at the end of the semester, you have to have 10 pictures in 20 hours. You're here. How are we going to get there? Um, so having that system really helped. I only did it one semester. The first semester, it was a little bit of a craziness because the kids, I had talked about it, but maybe it didn't sink in. And you know what, Hannah? I actually read an article today, and I'm going to read this for you. This is from a German psychologist. He did some research about the forgetting curve. Have you ever heard of the forgetting curve, Hannah? I have not. Enlighten well, me. I will. Uh, it said 90% of learning is lost within the first three days without reinforcement. So I'm going to tell you what I did. I said, hey, we're having the SAE Expo in whatever amount of days. I probably didn't talk about it for another week. Guess what? 90% of my kids forgot it because I didn't reinforce what I was trying to explain to them. The system of having SAE folders allowed them to retain that information so they were set up for success. I think I only had two or three students out of all my students that semester not complete their SAE Expo. I mean, that's a win. <laughs> that's a win for me. Whereas the other semester, it was a, a lot less because they probably forgot. So that's tip number one. Tip number two is deciding when your expo is going to be. Is it the last day of school? Is it the last full day of school? Depending on your schedule and backtracking a few days for the kids to work on their expo, whether it's a presentation, a demonstration, or a agri-science fair. I think last year I gave them four days and then the fifth day was their presentation. Throughout that week, they were also doing makeup work or anything else. So obviously there are other things happening during the day, but I gave them four days where I wasn't giving them more content. I was saying, hey, how can I help you finish up the semester well, whether that's your expo or it is your homework or your classwork or your startups or anything like that. Um, I also am a big proponent of practice presentations. So um, the day before the expo, I would have them present to other students in their class because I think my personal opinion is if you can do it in front of your peers, you can do it in front of anybody. I mean, I know I get the most nervous speaking when I'm in front of my peers, like teachers or people I'm working with. Um, but if I'm in front of students, it doesn't matter. If I'm in front of like, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. I'm not as nervous. So if a kid can do it in front of another student, they can feel confident, you know, presenting to me the next day. Uh, usually use a presentation postcard or a passport, whatever you want to say. I know Cassidy has made some, I have some. Basically, it's a grid of six boxes and they go. So if I went to Hannah and said, Hannah, will you give your presentation? Hannah would give her presentation to me and then I would write on my little postcard things she did well, or I would write on her postcard, sorry, things she did well and things she could work on. Um, and then I would give it back to her and she would do the same for me. And then at the end, that little postcard, you have feedback to make your presentation better before. Um, I know some things were like, oh, your font's really hard to read. 
on your slideshow or, um, hey, you forgot to add your hours here. Make sure you add that so you don't get points off on your expo. So it was a great way for them to, you know, peer check, peer review their presentations in preparation for the actual expo. I love that piece of the, the reps on reps on reps with their peers, but also that like peer kind of, um, grading in a sense or, or peer check off of like, Hey, do you, do I have everything before I get a final grade in this? And especially if it, if it is a final grade, um, or even it's a, a grade that's counted as summative points versus formative points. Um, how awesome is it to give students that opportunity to make sure they can get as many points as possible? Um, I love the value of making this something that students are sharing with one another and are, it, it, it's not just like a one and done thing, but you really are building students up to this point of, hey, you get to share out what you've been working on this entire semester, this entire year. Um, and, and the piece of like, you have them work on it the whole semester, but then also you're building them up that week before to really do a high quality presentation, which I just think is so valuable. Any last tips or tricks you have for us with the SAE Expo? Tell them at the beginning, tell them every week, put it on your slide. Uh, I know that a lot of us have trouble with posting things everywhere and saying things everywhere. Um, I'm here to remind you, if you've been on the G&G podcast for a while, you've heard me say this before, that your responsibility is to be the CRO of your chapter or your classroom, the chief reminding officer. Remember, it takes sometimes, it takes people up to seven times of hearing something before it actually makes an impact and stays connected in their memory. So you're not being annoying. It might just be the first time they're hearing it. So yeah. <laughs> don't worry about you say, saying it a lot of times. And seriously, if you have not checked out uh, Jacqueline Bond's SAE folders, I do have a little surprise coming soon. If you are not at that germinate, uh, she is going to have a session that'll be part of the SAE starter pack, which will be coming soon um, for you guys to purchase. And you'll be able to grab all of that materials. If you were not at germinate, um, if you were at germinate, go listen to that right now, check it out. And um, tips and tricks, I will um, have a blog post ready when this podcast posts with my uh, information sheet about the SAE Expo, which also has a short rubric um, that can help you get started uh, for your planning. We'd love to see how you use this as well. So if you are friends with us on our Instagram or you have our um, Green and Growing email, just send us a quick note about how you have utilized this in the classroom because we love to see what this looks like in different spaces and, and the success that you're finding with it. Thanks so much for sharing with us today, Sarah, on the SAE Expo, and we'll see you guys next week.